0: Welcome to Wrestling with the Angels, a podcast that hopes to encourage you as we limp along this life together. My name is Zach, and I'm here with my good friends and co-hosts, Angie and Clint. And today, we are talking about wisdom. And wisdom is one of those things that is difficult to define, but people generally know it when they see it. Uh, But today, we're gonna attempt to offer some definitions from our own perspective and, and speak about it from our own experience. And so uh, how would you guys define wisdom?
1: Uh, Wisdom is knowledge applied. So you possess knowledge, but you have to do something with it. Okay. And it's, um, I guess knowledge applied well, (laughs) because you can have (laughs) knowledge, right? And not apply it well. And that would be
0: foolish. Ooh. Yeah. Folly versus wisdom. Yeah. Okay. Ditto. Ditto. Yeah, you like I was that?
2: Yeah, was like that, that succinct definition that, yeah. was exactly what was in he my mind. He stole
0: it from you. Uh,
2: well, or grace gave us the same
0: definition. <laughs> oh. Great minds think yes. alike. No yes. Yeah.
2: Holy Spirit at work.
0: Oh, cool. Yeah, I. I uh, if I had to put it in my own words... I would say wisdom, if so, if I'm being wise, I'm being competent with reality as it is, not as I want it to be. And it's one of those things where I feel like wisdom is making good decisions. But I feel like it also, wisdom also has that ability to hold the things that are uncertain Um. I don't know. It's able to deal with it's able to make a decision, but it's also able to deal with things that are uncertain mm. in our lives. Yeah, if that makes absolutely.
2: sense. Um, I, I I have a man at my church that you know is older, and he's one of those people that during a meeting he just listens. He's listening the whole time. He's just listening to how everybody's responding, reacting. He's observing, and then at some point he will interject a very thoughtful and carefully worded response. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's in a question. Sometimes it's in, you know, what I hear everybody saying. He's just so good, um, at not reacting, uh, at not changing based on the temperature in the room. Mm. He's just very patient, very prayerful. And he's just so wise when he, the suggestions he gives, uh, but he's also not afraid to take risks. Okay. So I think that's a really important thing that sometimes wisdom tell, you know, we say that I don't know that we say this, but people might think that being wise means you don't take risks, mm-hmm. that you would have all of the answers already in place, but he's very good at saying this is a risk we're taking and it might it it, it is a wise one to make. Mhm. Wisdom doesn't always depend on whether that decision uh, succeeds or fails. Wisdom is that you're willing to learn along the way.
0: Yes. Willing to make mistakes. Yes. That's a good point to bring out because I think ultimately that's what it takes to, to gain wisdom, is living enough life to make mistakes so that the next time you see that same event prop up, you have some experience to rely on.
2: Yeah, and I think, I think some wisdom, especially uh, you know, the older I get, there are some mistakes you have to let people make on their own. Mm-hmm. So uh, the wisdom you learn, sometimes you want to share with others. Um, you want to give wise advice. You want to help guide people. But sometimes wisdom says this is something they have to learn on their own so mm. that the applied wisdom becomes their own experience, not uh, a received experience from you.
0: Yeah, and so I, I, what that does for me is that when I make a mistake, um, it kind of lessens the blow mm. um, because it's it's something I can learn from, mm-hmm. and I have to be willing to accept that if I want to be someone who is wise, I have to make those mistakes. Mm-hmm. So it almost, you know, as I look back on some of the mistakes I make, it almost, um helps me to see them as necessary things happening in my life.
2: But I think wisdom isn't solely dependent on our own experiences also. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Wise people spend time learning about the experiences of others, you know, depending on what you're trying to do. But, Mm -hmm. um, you know, if you're in any form of leadership, you look at what other wise leaders have done, um, and what mistakes that they run into, what knowledge that they use. So I think wisdom is a balance of our own experiences and the learning from others.
0: Yeah. I think that gets at the, the purpose of wisdom too. Mm -hmm. So that what you just said kind of comes at it from the perspective of the person wanting to gain wisdom. But I I think, you know, you can look at that from a different way that, that the person who has wisdom the purpose of obtaining is not to just hoard it, mm-hmm. but it is to share. Um, yeah, one of the one of the purposes I see for wisdom is to have a a life that is that flourishes mm-hmm. and that seeks to bless others um, out of that flourishing. Yeah. Um, so I definitely see that as a purpose for wisdom.
1: I'm just taking it all in, yeah. man. <laughs> I, you know, I uh,
0: I know a lot of wise people. I don't consider myself wise. Okay, I'm going to put you on the spot. Could you name one person who you consider to be wise? No, because I don't want
1: to, you know, I mean, if they're around, I don't want them to be, you know, to necessarily hear their name, and, and maybe they don't feel that way about themselves, or, or maybe they think more highly of themselves than they ought, and I don't want to necessarily feed into that. Or just focus on, like, one person in my life because I feel like I'm a product of, um, over, like, just a bunch of people's wisdom. Yeah. So it's easy to point to, like, um, people in, in the industry in which I work and that taught me how to um, have success.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, there's people um, from a faith perspective that have been incredibly wise, and, and they may not be the the people with the most theological knowledge. It could just be the people with, which which makes sense, because you can have all of that theological knowledge and, and be really poor at executing it mm-hmm. and and have which a negative would, impact. And I, think I know you'd people agree. like
0: that, too. I think you'd agree that was kind of us. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we absolutely. And I mean,
1: well, in the grand scheme of theological knowledge, we didn't have that much. But, <laughs> but compared to the people that we were in daily life with, mm-hmm. we would we would say, people would say we had head knowledge, Mm -hmm. but we didn't execute that well. And I, you know, as much as I'm responsible for that and I own it, um, the, I, I, I saw that too, Mm -hmm. right? Like I saw that executed and then I just mimicked it or regurgitated, you know? So, um, I've been both, both positively and negatively influenced with regards to wisdom. Um,
0: Something I hear you're saying, though, is that you do see that aspect of people you consider to be wise as being willing to share that wisdom and not hoard it.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I don't even think it's necessarily like an intentional thing. Um, I think wisdom is passed down and passed up um, just in the daily life Mm -hmm. in relationship with people and so i can learn something just even in passing it doesn't have to be like let me you know it's not like grandpa sitting you on his knee and like let me give you some wisdom let me <laughs> learn you something today boy you know um it's it's much more just learning how to uh how to do things just from daily existence with other people and um and being in relationship with them and in proximity with them and sometimes uh for all its faults like social media just observing how other people um interact mm. and or or how bad they are. Yeah, you can it. learn learning from, from, the from negative. Their, yeah, learning yeah. from their mistakes. And so while we may not may see somebody acting foolishly, uh we can gain wisdom from the foolishness of other people, um, as much as, if not greater, than than we can from the positive examples of it. So for sure.
0: Um, do you guys have any principles like that you actively seek to live out on a daily basis that you would consider to be wise principles?
2: I was just talking with someone yesterday about, um, not speaking to things that we can't say with confidence. Mm. Um, so that is not something I've always been good at. I I've always been kind of a mouth runner. (laughs) Um, But as I would say the last few years, I've gotten better and better at listening before I speak. Mm. Um, my, my personality tends to be, I want to win an argument or I want to, mm. when I engage in a debate or anything like that, I want to win. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes I'll find myself saying or, or fighting for a stance that maybe I don't fully <laughs> believe, but I see a way to win. Uh-huh. And so the older I've gotten, the, and the more work I've done in this, i I've, stopped myself from the desire of wanting to win mm-hmm. and and really just listening to what's happening and doing a better job of, of doing what Jesus said and just asking different questions.
0: Yes, yeah.
2: Um, instead of feeling like I need to have a dog in a fight, what's the question that needs to be asked right now that will help us both grow?
0: Yeah. That's one of those weird things about wisdom is that a wise person knows that they don't have all the information.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, now there's some. There are some areas that I can speak of quite confidently.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but there are many more areas that I can't.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think even a um, a disposition of wisdom is one of a willingness to learn mm-hmm. um, from anybody. Yeah. Right. Which yeah. is counterintuitive to what um, what I you know if i'm being egocentric what i when i want people to see me as wise i think it's counterintuitive that true wisdom actually displays a an a humbleness yes and a willingness to learn and a and a not just a general knowledge of i don't have all the answers and i okay. could learn something here
1: yeah i think that's the biggest thing for me is in and, and not regarding myself as wise um is because i would much rather point someone to someone else and their wisdom mm-hmm. than to act like I'm offering anything original to mm-hmm. them, you know? So somebody comes to me with advice or ask a question about a theological situation or ask in my professional world about, a, about something. I'd much rather use Google and find a source that I trust and pass that information on to them and say, well, here's what such and such says about this. And I agree with them or, mm-hmm. You know, here's what I was able to find out about this particular product at work, or something like that. Um, rather than rather say, than just like either a speak about something that I'm not a hundred percent not I won't say a hundred, but that I'm not confident about,
0: mm-hmm.
1: or um, act as if the information that I got it was already there was just there, yeah. like that yeah. I already possess this mm-hmm. information. <laughs> um, it, and I and I I do that because. And it's a tremendous, I think, gift that God has given me because I struggle with the sin of pride. And if I pretend that that information that I'm passing on is my own, then pride wells up Mm -hmm. and I become proud of like, oh, look at all this knowledge that I possess. Well, you dummy, you just Googled it (laughs) five seconds ago. You didn't know it. But, and so I'd much rather just like send a link to someone or, you know, or, or, or an article or recommend a book that I read that I found helpful. Because and that doesn't mean that I'm not wise for doing those things I just don't I just I would rather not view myself that way yeah if that makes sense
0: yeah I think um, I think a principle that I try to live by um, that I actually tell myself this fairly often it goes along with what you said Angie but I think it's just a level above it um, in the sense of like it's a more bird's eye view mm-hmm Um, is it's that principle that, um, and we've talked about this before, but urgency is the enemy to spiritual growth. Mm, mm -hmm. Um, and really, you know, you can even shorten that to say urgency is my enemy. Yeah. So if I feel like if I'm ever in a situation where I need to give an answer to something, which kind of, this is why I say it kind of plays into what you were saying. If I need to give an answer to something, I don't have the information, but I feel this sense of urgency, um, if i give into that um there's really there there is a i don't think that's wise is yeah. what i'm trying to say so the the wise approach is to allow for time to pass um and allow for the information to sit and think about and come up with a a, a better response than whatever I would come up with on the spot.
2: Yeah. Um, I, I just started listening to um, John Lewis's book uh, across the bridge or it, something like that. It was one of his more recent books before he passed. Um, and he talks about Martin Luther King jr. When he, you know he had a voracious appetite for education mm. he went to a good college and then he heard um a speaker give a, a talk about Gandhi and so after he heard about Gandhi's nonviolent protests he absorbed himself in learning everything he could about Gandhi studying nonviolent protests i mean he spent years preparing himself for a movement wow yeah um and, and not that he chose himself as the leader of the the movement but following his curiosity so that when it came time, he was chosen as the leader. Mm -hmm. So John Lewis talks a lot about, you know, you have to prepare yourself, educate yourself, spend some time allowing the Holy Spirit to to transform you so that you are prepared for an answer, whatever it is for you that you're being called to. I mean, Mm -hmm. wisdom is kind of the thing that we pursue, while learning along the way so Mm -hmm. that we're equipped for whatever we need at a given point in time.
0: Yeah, that's really good.
2: Yeah, I I
1: definitely, I definitely see the value of, of that in a leadership perspective. Um, And I think, but I think also too, we can just kind of, We can humbly enter into conversations and situations where we don't have all that preparation Mm -hmm. and all that education background as long as we just go in with the mindset that we're just people talking and we don't have – all that information. I think that's, oh, yeah. I think that's equally as wise. Well,
2: and that's what he said. Uh, John Lewis says, you know, I didn't have, I didn't have the mind or the privilege of Martin Luther King Jr. I came from poor farm. Like mm-hmm. that was not going to be me, but mm-hmm. I devoted myself to a walk with God. And so the spirit equipped me in a different way. Mm-hmm. So uh, the wisdom there is, it may not be information that you need. It may not, but being a humble spirit, a humble person, um, Who doesn't assume they already have the answers? I I, I, and I think that can apply whether you're a leader or Mm -hmm. you know, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, Well, not even just church or lay, but I mean, just maybe you're not a leader in your job or wherever you are. Um, But wisdom, I think, is one of those things that it helps us to know that we don't have all the answers and that we enter into conversations with humility, like Clint said.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And that feels like a good place to end. And that's what we want to do today. We want to be wise so that we may be of benefit to our neighbor and have a better flourishing relationship with our God. Until next time, may the Lord make his channel for his peace.